Welcome back. It's Alpha Uncut. Alpha Uncut, the show, the anti-woke show for everyone who loves being anti-woke, which I think more people than not. Actually, I know most people don't. There's a there's a whiny little corner of the country who loves to be woke. But unfortunately, they're so loud that we think they're a huge organization. And I think the huge organization of people is the anti-woke. And that's what we're here for. We're the anti-woke entrepreneurs. We are capitalists, unapologetic capitalists. Read the book Atlas Shrugged, everybody, by the way. Ayn Rand, listen to some of her philosophy. And I actually want to talk about that today, too, because I've gone down many rabbit holes of her content. And her content is her philosophy is objectivism. We'll get into that. But anyways, we got Joey Rance over here. What's up, fellas? How you guys doing today? Fellas, yeah. Kicks, forget about the girls, right? Okay, that's Joey. There you go. <laughs> well, you two are fellas. What's up, everybody? The masculinity champion over here. No, <laughs> females, males, we welcome them all. They're, the, the, the two genders that exist... We like those. We like the t- all people. Two genders covers all people. It's beautiful. We got to love that. Do you know what? Alpha Just saying what's up. Alpha oh, uncut. Stick alpha around. Un- Stick around. The alpha, the alpha king. The alpha king. <laughs> the Wizard of Oz. Uncle Dino. Okay. Um, so what you got, Nick? Well, I want to open with a couple things. And at, literally what's crazy about the show, as we know how off script we go, um, as I was speaking, a bu- like I had a, I have my, minor prep. You know, I have a couple things we talk about before sure. the show. But then I started talking about, you know, Ayn you Rand. Have, you and, have fallback bullet points. Yeah, all of a sudden. Which just, we almost never need. They, they all, right, the fallback bullet points. But these things <laughs> bubbled up into my head in literally the last 10, 15 seconds. So we talked about like, um, there, there's this thing I want to talk about. So I'm a capitalist. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a free market capitalist. And I think w- one of the crossroads we are in our country is a lot of young people are indoctrinated to hate capitalism, and, but they don't even understand it. They're just literally repeating talking points and narratives that have been fed to them. So there's this author, Ayn Rand, A-Y-N is her first name, Ayn, last name R-A-N-D. And I know you guys haven't read her material or studied much about her. I but, do have the book. But you do have the book that I gave you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let me know when you read it. You do need to read it. Okay. She's written many books, Fountainhead. I have and about uh, 86 credits on my Audible account. Yeah. Well, I got to start burning those you, up. Do, you do. I'm telling you. So the book Atlas Shrugged, like as an example, okay, I met a guy, I have a radio show and I buy houses. Okay. Just so everyone knows too, my main business, I buy homes, I fix them up, I sell them. And then my other businesses... My other main business is I buy commercial real estate, um, you know, shopping centers, uh, apartment buildings, et cetera, et cetera. I'm a real estate guy. I've been doing it my whole life. It's a beautiful wealth model. So there's two main things that I do. But you got out of you got out of that porn. Yeah, I stopped doing that, man. It, uh, you know, was too tiring. You know what I mean? We can't say it doesn't pay. (laughs) Nobody wanted to watch four. Yeah, you know, there there was no market for my type. (laughs) So anyways, um, so, yeah, we got Joey here, the comedian. He'll come he'll come with his comedic points really soon. You'll love it. So a new name for him, Nick. Sir Rants a lot. Sir Rants a lot. There you go. Okay. All right. You should reserve that for like when I really go on one. Yeah. Like Sir Rants a lot showed up today. You know what we'll do? We'll have a special voice that says Sir Rance a lot. And we'll put it on one of those buttons and yeah, then right. boom, like with a that'll sure. be beautiful. <laughs> so anyways, um, I was on the talking point. Oh, so the guy called the guy listens to my radio show and he said I could have called 25 people to look at my house. He goes, I called you because the way you because of we just had that common ground with Atlas Shrugged and Ayn Rand and her philosophy. And um he uh I also think that your marketing out there is appealing to people. Oh well of course. I mean so no 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 people that are like of I don't want to deal with the BS. Of course uh, I have it. Yeah. I yeah. pay cash for homes as is. I'll close tomorrow. All somebody cash, no inspections, etc. Yes. And actually somebody just told me, I'm sure you you'll re- maybe know about this from the back end, but somebody told me that they got a call uh saying, Hey, I got a you know, I got a call from this Nick Ruiz guy or got his card. Is he legit? And the guy was like Oh yeah, wait. Yep. You know a guy who got a. Well, I didn't call that. They didn't get a call. They probably okay. got a letter or something. Something like that. So someone you know, right? Whom I'm sure you know. I can't remember which friend. Who it was. is he? A friend remember. of yours? It's one of the inner circle. I just okay. can't remember right and now. And they said I got a letter. Hundred years old, and my memory is right. Like quickly, they faded. got a letter from me saying I'll pay cash for this property, yeah. etc. Which they we got do a send a call saying, hey, you know. Uh, because there was a mutual acquaintance and yeah, or either professional acquaintance. And oh. they were like, got a letter from the Snick Reese guys. I'm thinking about selling. Is this like a scam or is this a real thing? Yeah. And it happened to be somebody we know. And they're like, oh, oh no, legit guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, He actually pays cash. No bullshit. He's right. the guy to work with. Yeah. It's just funny how full circle that, that is. That, that, that is funny. And I'm I do hearing it the 
from I the know. back end way now. Yeah, and I do get that a lot because I do send out a lot of material. But um, the the reality is there are more scammers and slimy people in this business than there are good ones. So he, he's asking a legit oh, question. For sure. Like for him to say, is this legit? is actually very valid. Um, so I try to separate myself in multiple ways. I have a radio show, not just this podcast. I'm talking like a local radio show broadcasting out to lots and lots of people from local airwaves. And uh, it does really well. But anyways, he's like, I just wanted to talk to you. And that's what I do love about radio. That's what I love about podcasting. I can relate to people. I can spend an hour with them in a very intimate setting in their ears, whether they're driving, working out, etc., where I can literally build rapport with the person without them even being in my presence. That's the, that I think audio is the best way to this audio platform with the headphones and the listener, the best way you can build rapport with someone who you've never been face to face with. It's becoming so more and more increasingly popular. Well, radio is still skyrocketing. People think podcast is going to, you know, outdo radio. Radio is still booming. Okay. Booming. There's there's something comforting about and maybe it's talk big, radio. I'm talking, by the way, music, yeah, forget about it. I don't know what's going to happen there, but talk radio is king still about another human's voice in particular when you're doing a task that you can't give your full attention. So working out, driving, uh, right. working in my shop. Like, yeah. You just have I the could, background on. Yeah. I can't have a video playing, you know, that's maybe right. I can, but like, no, right. I'm not going to give it the attention than I am if I. it's just audio. Yeah. So that's why, like, I'm a big book reader and I only got into audible like two, three years ago, but I love reading. Yeah. And now I drive up north and back this four hour stint. Boop, boop, yeah. You hammer out a book on your trip. Yeah. Just from driving. Yep. Yeah. I, I yeah. can usually hit a book, you know, but most books are about 10 hours. Yeah. Somewhere around there. I, I'd be, I'd be curious to see how long Atlas Shrugged is, by the way. Yeah. I was going to say it's 1200 pages. To a normal I mean, yeah. human as myself. That's got to be like, a little intimidating just to look at. Oh, it is. And you know what? I gave you the the small like print version piece. that Lindsay read it. I turned Lindsay onto that book and she read so it. It's so small. Um, it's <laughs> really it's small still, print. I have the big version, which I, that, I hate really small print. That, that bothers that, my that eyes, to be honest with you. Hard, but I'm going to read it still. Yeah. But, um, anyways. So on a trip up four hours and then usually like an hour or two driving around town up there. Yeah. You're easily hammering out a book or two. A book. Yeah. It's It's great. Yeah. So um, anyways, the guy was like, it's not cheating. Whatever. No. You're still envisioning it in your own Everyone has their own way of doing it. I personally digest material with actual pages turning. I I don't do as well with Audible. I don't do as well with uh, Kindle and, you know, uh, all that. I can't. And I I just can't. I need to turn pages. In a world, I want to smell and touch the book. Of course. Right. I like that smell. I love that touch. And, of course, that's nostalgia because that's where we grew up. And I like full bookshelves of books. I do, too. I'm at a point. I have a lot of books still on my bookshelf. I haven't read. And I'm like, I just it's paralyzing when I finish a book. I'm like, which one do I go? I want to. There's like three dozen books I have to read this second. If it's like, is that a trophy thing? And I'm like, no, it's a euphoria of material, in my opinion. Maybe a very small percent of it is a trophy thing, but. I refer back to them, and I just like literally like looking at them. Yeah, it's like it's a euphoric. collection. Joey, tell me yeah, if it's different for euphoric. you. Well, Nick too, but I'm very hands on. Like I'm, I want to see it happen. Say like a YouTube video that shows you how yeah. to do it. Like I look at instructions. For, mm-hmm. Oh, for, videos king for instructions. So instructions is a totally different thing. I, think, I yeah. feel like I remember articulate tutorials. How to fix a water heater. That back. Hey. Right, but I feel like even the information out of a book. I personally digest it the best if it's given to me. Yeah, I'm, so I'm very visual. Okay, I'm very, 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 very Well, visual. first of all, you know, there's, they say there's visual learners, audio learners, and kit, uh, kinesthetic learners, the hands-on people. Right, right, right. But, I'm very but the human mind is built for pictures. We picture right. stuff. Yeah, like, right. if you think it's of just everyday life, of the memory. we do picture stuff. It up. So I'm super visual. I need to see it. A perfect example is, so this morning, last night and this morning was actually quite a task. We planned out like the summer up north we've talked we've <clears> talked <throat> about how my wife and i and our children spend the summer up north yeah well this summer we have to do a little differently i looked at meg i'm like especially with this new truck i'm like meg it's like 140 bones each way like yeah we're gonna have to go up bigger chunks yeah and come home none of this just cruise home for a dance recital shit like yeah we need to do it's whatever so yeah i get it she like wrote it all out on a calendar or whatever and i'm like this means nothing to me you have to get some poster boards and like print this out and highlight it in yeah. green so I can see which t- like a master it's itinerary. Still, still going to mean yeah. nothing to you, Joey. Yeah, Nick, <laughs> no, but I, I agree. Your point. No, you but, a point. But come yeah. to me real quick here, Dean, on the video. Uh, so what she had, <laughs> literally, it had to look like this. Well, that's you beautiful. Can, <laughs> I have to wow. see. Did she create that? She made the mat, and then I sat there with the highlighter. That, that's how like yeah. seventh grade mine yeah. mine. Uh, yeah. like, 
I have to look at this and see it in color. So no. to answer your question, very, very, it's visual. how most My of us are wired. Tell me something three, four, five, six, seven times. I don't remember. Yeah. Until the show me, off. don't tell me. Yeah. Show me, yeah. don't tell hang me. a yeah. sign with some stars on it, and I'll remember. But it. it's amazing how they they're great with calendars. I don't know, maybe you're that way too, but. Yeah, well, to a certain well, I run my life off my calendar, but but that's like the I'm iPhone tasks. On the and stuff. converse, though, even though I'm that way, when I'm reading a book or listening to it, but more profoundly when I'm reading a book, I'm I mean I visualize it really well. Right. I mean, you have to. Some people are more creative. Than well, others, when you read, when I'm reading fiction, my brain is constantly painting pictures. Yes. Okay. Uh, I think everybody does that, but I think yeah. some people do that more profoundly than others. Yeah. Like our buddy Nick. That's why when you watch the movie, you're like, wait, what? Like she has blonde hair? Because it's like you automatically paint this picture of the look of the person. Our other buddy Nick. You know what? That also, real quickly, that also makes it very individualized. And that's why people love reading. Right. Like it's your experience with reading fiction and my experience, we are painting different pictures. And yeah. that is pretty it's neat if you think, think about it. That's like across the board, though. I think that's common. But our other buddy, Nick, the, the attorney. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. One of the smartest people I know. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. super, intellectually up intellectually there. Yeah. supremely intelligent. Yeah. But he'll be the first to tell you, like, I see nothing. Yeah. Like, I, he can't, well, he, do you want to know why? He'll be the first he's to very, say, I have very no mad. imagination. I can't visualize it. Because thing. it's usually either I, or. He's all math. He's like, I don't even dream. It's like the engineer's mind. Like, you're an engineer's mind or you're like the creative type. And they're, they're yeah. very specific people. They do classes on sales to engineer minds and like creative minds because Separate, their brain like, receives information extremely. Di- they're, they're looking through the world through completely different lenses. Yeah. So he has that engineer math um, kind of analytical mind. Yeah. You know, he can break down with all of the logic and reason but when you say what do you think about that over there you know what i mean so what, they can't then, paint a picture so what then when you end up melding those together that's when you get like a Werner ron brown or an elon musk i right. think i think there. i think when you really confuse yeah. them together there's some level of genius that comes out of that i, I do believe that make it all joke like if we combined our brains we'd be like one smart person well look uh, and, and by the way here's the deal with the brain though those are Instead two different two half smart people hold on those are two different hemispheres and actually like a guy like einstein when they dissected his brain they realized that his hippocampus which is actually the bundle of nerves that's that fuses both hemispheres together his had a lot thicker uh bundle than the average person oh, is that right yes uh you, you look at a guy like leonardo da vinci super artistic but super logical and scientific and mathematical genius of I our think, time okay yeah, i think somehow my personal life uh, somewhere <clears throat> changed for my life i was very mathematical engineering mind and then it switched over to <clears throat> somewhat artistic and now i do sit in the middle of it but you've worked on it though you, you're, you're a musician okay I've worked and by it. the way you know what they say if you, you know what they say thickens that bundle of nerves that does combine the hemispheres more um consistent consistent meditation Believe it or not, the gray matter in the brain builds. Joy to meditate for me this morning. No, they say meditation confused that, and, and, and I believe you know that that's a whole other conversation. Anyways, back to Atlas Shrugged. Ayn Rand, one of my favorite authors, and as I after I read that book a while back, I started diving into a lot of her material, her YouTube speeches. I mean, she, this was all in the '60s and '70s. She's passed away now, but uh, she wrote the book in the '50s, and she's a Russian immigrant from the Soviet regime. And the bottom line is, she has a philosophy called objectivism, which is quite interesting. It's uh, it's a little radical. I mean, her basically, it's saying altruism is evil. Okay, that's how, like, you know what I mean? Um, altruism is evil. So Dino's working on the cameras. That's no big deal. He'll figure it out. Um, so what are we doing here, Dino? What happened? No, we'll just keep going. Okay. Yeah, no yeah, big yeah. Deal. Okay. No big deal. Little uh, technical difficulties. Dino fixed it. Can we, is, is this going to happen again? I, yeah, we're going to probably have to pause immediately. Doesn't stop us. Huh? Just keep talking. You keep talking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, easier said than done once you have interruptions. Um, so anyways, um, it's a unique philosophy that I think everyone should look into. I'm telling you, I mean, so anyways, this guy, we were talking about Ayn Rand and Atlas Shrugged and he, he, um, you ever heard of a company called Signacast? Uh-uh. It's like the biggest, one of the biggest manufacturers in the country in Wisconsin. Okay. okay. This guy who owned it just sold it for like hundreds of millions or something like that. He was telling me. And anyways, he has a, he has a, um, a, few bucks. a, a sign on his wall that says, who is John Galt? So he, he the guy I met, worked for this guy and he's like yeah he had a sign as well who's john galt that's how much the book meant to him and when you read the book you understand i have a shirt that says who is john galt now and it's badass it's one of these super inside things i've I've clearly heard about the book like my entire life so so it's one of those shirts though but but look at this so i wear me wearing this shirt this is one of those things where when i wear who is john galt and someone reacts to it it's the dopest inside thing you can imagine like i literally like if someone comes to me and says yes like I, t- I said, uh, she, Dino was over with Liz and she's like, yeah, my ex-husband uh, has a shirt. Those, we call those deep cuts. Seriously. Like yeah, that. I when you that. notice that, 
Sure. You are instantly my friend. <laughs> right. I wait. told Dino, whoever's if, if someone recognizes this shirt and says nice shirt, we can't not be friends. Right. We are good. We certainly have a lot of common ground. out there. That's why I like wearing my material, though. And I mean that like the my, like this whole thing of like, keep your beliefs to yourself. Like I'm the opposite. I wear make America great again hats. I wear who is John Galt shirts, et cetera. And you know what? I only get positive feedback. The people that blow, you know, oh, that guy's wearing that freaking mega hat. They don't come to talk to me, but the people that do, I'm like, oh, good. We're, you know, we're in good company. Okay. Um, and you, I don't know. And you know, part of her philosophy is so you capitalism has been capitalists have been demonized in this country, as we all know. Okay. Recently, so yeah. it's funny. He says, she, she says things that, that make total sense. Like, so they want these guys to, to give the money to the charities and help the, the poor and unfortunate who don't have the equal distribution to them in the world of capitalism. But yet we demonize the exact traits of this man that allow him to help a million people like the oxymoronic, oh my God, contradictory yeah. narratives. But people are so stupid and, and woke love, these days. They love to say that and stand on their pedestal, but then they don't do it themselves. They don't live by the example at all and it drives me insane yeah you're giving me the uh just keep talking thing what, what do you want me to no, talk we're not, about we're not, we're not doing just give me a uh, uh -uh. copy of the declaration of independence and i'll read it start to finish <laughs> i guess we're having some technical difficulties here what the hell's going on we got to hook up your camera so the time doesn't go off so either we talk, oh we, so so do that i have to do it from I, the camera why did, you didn't do that i gotta do no i gotta do it from the camera well nick and i can talk while you're doing that okay well, i know that's why i wanted to nick just to talk no, from no, no. my seat you got to come talk from my seat and i can do it in a minute and you don't okay 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 cool. okay let's just we'll just Thank tell you. them what's going on yeah oh well, these guys are playing switcheroo over here and then yeah switch uh switch the camera to either myself or nick, there you go, nick. Okay, I guess that's why we call this show uncut because we don't cut when Dino yeah, makes terrible this will mistakes. Just I'm just I wouldn't worry about this. I'm just kidding. Dino's okay. Um, well, if anything, this is showing people we're just a bunch of dudes. Like, we bought our own cameras. Nick bought all the cameras, and we do this ourselves. This is not some yeah. big high tech uh, operation yeah. that we have funded. We're doing this ourselves, so we're trying to put a good show to you for you guys together. And, yeah, uh, and we got some good headlines we're going to touch on as soon as we get this fixed. But yeah, um, it's gonna be more I, I just I just um, I can't say enough. So anyways, he talks to the guy who owns the company. And the bottom line is, after a lot of conversation, he said Atlas Shrugged is made me the man I am today. Oh, wow. And this was a very successful manufacturing entrepreneur. I mean, to the highest echelon, hundreds of millions sold his company, et cetera. And I see that because it shapes it shapes. We're good. OK, we're going to switch back. There they go. Maybe when you guys switch, put the camera on me so people don't have to watch this. <laughs> talk, Joey, talk. All right, let's go. All right. So anyways, I want to, okay, I just want to, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just want to wrap that up in a bow and let you guys know um, you are missing out. If you love our country and you love capitalism, the only thing I warn you on is her, her view of capitalism is extreme and it's probably the most radical version of it. It's, it's, it's ultra laissez-faire, meaning government and economics, um, are completely polar opposite ends of the spectrum. Don't touch each other. Don't look at each other. Don't even walk past each other. And when and when you so read it, no political party that you'll that know what would, I mean. Would stand so like, well, they're like you, you know. I mean, you're probably closer to conservative, obviously. Than I mean, forget about the left. She, you know, but she's even saying like libertarianism is probably the but even closest, more extreme than libertarian. You'd have to read the material. So you know, one thing extreme. I've learned about reading is that actually possible, though. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. OK, I, I do know that's how the founders had this set up. I mean, the founders were straight up separate the government and shouldn't touch the economy. Let the laissez faire market reign. Um, and then the, the, the biggest faults of capitalism, we're in a mixed economy like that is the problem. People think this is raw, pure laissez faire capitalism, and it, it isn't, unfortunately. But most of the big problems with our economic regime are based on uh, the government getting involved. Okay? I agree. Look at I Obamacare. Agree. Like, are you kidding me? I mean, my, my rates tripled and quadrupled. Oh, there's no free market for that. And, and then on top of it, if you don't have insurance, I, I get a, a tax bill from the government. I mean, that's coercion. Yeah. That's coercion, which we ran from. We fought the Revolutionary War to make sure the government didn't have coercion yeah. or, or a, somewhat of a weight on our neck as we're operating through life. Right. That's a perfect example of stay away. And what are stay the intentions away. are good or bad? The fact that you believe You said a word. You said a intentions. word. Intentions. Right. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. That, and whether the intentions you, are good or bad, the point is, this is not the solution. You literally hit a flawless point. 
So Milton Friedman, Nobel Prize winning uh, libertarian. Milton, he's he's another one. Read his work. Milton Friedman, unbelievable. He's a pure libertarian. He's an economist, right? An economist, a libertarian. I mean, this is Nobel Prize cat. When he speaks, you listen. He's one of those guys, okay? And what he said is, and I love what you just said, and he said this is the biggest flaw in government policy, especially with the left. Intent can be the greatest in the world. Outcome of policy is all that matters. So intent, for example, we have the gun conversation. Yeah. I believe there is um, a conspiracy to take our weapons. I genuinely believe that. And, and they use these th- these events in it the world. Can, it can to only take be them. that. But, but, but hold on. When you, when you dissect their argument. But hold on. But the other side of it of like there are people who genuinely believe that we will have less gun violence. They're wrong. Okay, just hang on. We know they're wrong, but there are those like people that think they have this big heart, and they do believe if you t- if you limit the guns, they, the violence they will stop that because they've been told to believe that. Right. I mean, so my point is, they're intent. So You're they believe their intent. So their intent is, I want less, you know, gun violence. The problem Everybody is, everybody wants well, less right, gun violence. Right. Right. But what I'm getting at is. The outcome is all that matters in any policy right. and the outcome of taking away guns will not change anything and, and it actually will increase crime. I mean, that's why, that's statistically that's true. That's why when we talk about this issue, I get so passionate. It's, yeah. it's not so much about the guns. It's about the stupidity of seeing it so wrongly. Yeah. Like, yeah, these. Yeah. Believe it or not, they see they they think we're that's how they think we not, see things. These ideas right. will not work. You know what I mean? They have oh, not yeah. worked. I mean, that content yeah. we just watched earlier today is just so beautiful it's yeah. like yeah we have oh. guns for we have the second amendment for one reason to make sure our government can't just immediately press a button and like control all of us right. like it's it is that simple like we the, the founder set up checks and balances on many fronts number one people in power right how do you keep them in check you keep them in check through the press the press is supposed to fiercely i'm not going to say oppose but they are supposed to fiercely question everything that comes out of people in power's mouth and all of their actions. And the problem we have right now is they've colluded to where the press is the microphone and magnification of the leftist it's message. supposed to be the direct opposite. It's supposed to question every single to. move they make. That was the ultimate check and balance. It's supposed to be the buffering force. The check yeah, and people balance. think the press is, oh, let's watch the news, honey. No, the press was made to make sure people in power were questioned at every move. That, oh, you want to be in power? Cool. That feels good and everything. But remember, you are going to be under a microscope from the press that was the only reason the press was supposed to exist for now and it's all controlled total collusion almost like the hand of an outside attorney that's not actually an attorney it's like we're yeah i mean a perfect example is the johnny depp verdict came out yesterday and again that that is one thing i've loosely followed but it was a landslide i mean it was a landslide he won he was awarded like 15 million their lawyers intentionally asked for zero for one dollar the minimum one dollar but he was just looking to get his name cleared Right. And that guy like totally fought against the. Do you think Johnny Depp really wanted to air his da- dirty laundry? The guy's an intensely private man. Yeah, he is. He lived in France. He's a hermit. For like 15 years. He's a hermit. He hated Hollywood. Yeah. And I'm sure his legal team told him, like, dude, if you fight back against this, this is going to be a long road. Everybody's going to see all your dirty laundry. They're going to yeah. put you on the stand. Yeah. Your sexual life, your drug life, everything, your financial life. It's all. He didn't want to do that. That man had a noble cause. And he's like, I have to do it so that the next hmm. guy isn't a victim just because yeah. the Me Too movement. Or I some picked up the broad set. strokes of that. And, and I so like what he did. That's why I was yeah. interested yeah. because yeah. that was a huge sword he fell it's on. It set precedent to like, yes, don't do this to guys. OK, he didn't want to do that and yeah. show up to court every day. Yeah. No effing Nobody way. would. Nobody would. Especially somebody who's kind of a recluse like him. Right. I agree. And, well, anyway, so they the, his team literally, like said, suggested <laughs> to the jury just a war. If you think that he's entitled one dollar, that's all. We're not here for money. Maybe yeah. it's a good strategy, but right. really they're, they're like, we want to clear his name yeah. so he can go back to making the Pirates movies and doing what he loves, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. Oh, despite that recommendation from their team, they still awarded him 50. Million dollars, which, pro- which he probably will never even collect from her. I was well, thinking about they'll, that. This they'll morning. probably settle to avoid appeals, but and then they awarded her two million dollars for like saying that he had done like one thing that yeah. defamed her. Oh, yeah. but, I didn't but follow the a lot case of it. Was but him I versus didn't. her and her defaming him in that op ed she wrote. He was the plaintiff, yes. And yeah. it was a like you know, when the jury foreman reads, like, did she blink? It was yes, 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 yes. It was a 100%. Oh, just total. It's a, it's 100% on your test. Yeah. It's a slam dunk wow. done. Wow. 15 mil. Boom. Yeah. So what? <laughs> it's Beautiful. So effing comical. So like immediately within like 15 minutes on all the news pages, BBC, you know, Fox News, uh, you name it, whatever. 
And then I always do my Lipnit test. I went to CNN at the last one. I'm like, I just got to see what these. And what they say? Both Amber Heard and Johnny Depp lose defamation trial. Is that the headline? Literally. Wow. Yeah, that's actually shameful. <laughs> I, I It doesn't shock I mean, me. It was a landslide <laughs> win, but yeah. they can't. They can't do it. Yeah. And, and all their viewers propagate that out. Say, yeah, it wasn't as easy as one, two, three. You know, she had he played his part, too. They come right. up with these. This is it's like, doing. no, dude. Yeah. I just we we're talking to someone. <sighs> We're talking to someone and, and then one of the people in the family who disagrees with things, you know, and she's on the other side. She's like, Elon Musk is a Satanist, you yeah, know, and all this stuff. That's what they're saying now. I'm like, this is the beginning of all this. They're about to get he's about to get defamed like nobody's business. Yeah, but it I hasn't even started yet. Out. Yeah, he called it out. He like, said, watch this watch. summer. You're about they're about to hit me up. Just so he did call it, which is cool that, you know, but they're going to wreck him. They're going to absolutely wreck he, him. You saw what he did today. He put out that letter, right? I didn't all, see it. it said, Tell me. He said every Tesla employee, meaning that the higher echelon employees, you're all back in 40 hours a week. I stayed on the floor all these hours because I want to know. I want the people on the floor to know that I'm working alongside them. And he goes, I expect you all to be back or go find another job. Yeah, or like, he's the best. Here, here, uh, go he, to me, he's... Dino, real quick. What? Dino, go to me real quick on the camera. This is this is literally what it reads. <laughs> CNN breaking. This was three minutes after it was on. Jury finds both Amber Heard and Johnny Depp liable for defamation. Well, and you know yeah. what's really hard about that is I, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, what a joke! What I a didn't joke! Follow any How of do this. people not see through this? Sorry, Dean. It's it's again. They're in their own it's world. Satirical. It's so ridiculous. Well, and it I is, didn't follow a moment of it, but every single person I talked to, regardless man, woman, where they were on the political Everybody. divide, they all said. They took Johnny's side. She's the devil. She's the devil. <clears throat> She's on, the devil. On a quick another note, and I don't know where you're going, Nick. Um, did you guys see what Walmart was going to do? Uh -uh. I guess the CEO of Walmart used to be an hourly employee. Okay. So That's he, cool. The CEO was hourly? He was. He started as an hourly. I've never. Oh, was. was. Right, right, right. 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 So he climbed the ladder. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. He climbed the ladder all the way up. Okay. And I guess a lot of the, the higher ups in Walmart have done the same thing. They've okay. started at, you know, Great. whatever, 750 an They hour promote from within. Right. So Walmart's starting this program. I forgot if it was high school or college directly out. If you come and work with them, basically, they're saying, like, we're going to start you at 70 some thousand. And then when you run a store, basically, within a couple of years, 200 grand. Oh, and, wow. And they're putting this out to there be a GM to, to be yeah. a GM. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's quite an operation you're running. That's a lot of responsibility. But still. Well, yeah. But it's that's still great. I mean, it's pretty Everybody cool. Like, come, they, said within, they said within two two years, they're like, I think they said within two years, if you do what you need to do and get there, 200 I'm, grand. I'm a capitalism absolutist like you. Yeah. I praise Walmart. Yeah. I mean, great. Well, they have everything you need. They have it cheap. They employ. Oh, well, they're putting mom and pop shop. Nobody loves a good mom and pop shop yeah. more than me. Trust me. Yeah, I right. love going into a sub shop or a toy shop or whatever in a little town. Yeah. And the old man. And it's woman capitalism. Are, I love that. It's capitalism, but though. When Walmart moves into your town, boom, 800 people have a job. They have benefits. They have health care. They have everything they would not get from any of these other opportunities. They're also providing an incredible service to that community where they can buy affordable things. The supply chain is almost never going to be interrupted. Yeah. Like, obviously, I don't want one in every single corner, but but is there here's the thing people have to understand here's the thing that people have to understand about capitalism there is going to be some minor collateral damage to that but that's how it that's how capitalism works there's no way to have all of that and have everyone else around it perfect too oh and don't don't forget that they hire um mentally challenged people mentally challenged people yeah right they hire a lot of them they find a good role for them they hire a ton of elderly people. In a way, I'm rooting that for them. Couldn't be employed otherwise. That's right. I'm rooting for them they on can't a side on their social, social security. A side reason. Who I'm else can do that? The mop and pop cookie shop. Yeah. Doesn't have them. God bless them, but they don't have the yeah. means to yeah. do that. It. it and, you know, I, my heart does bleed for the small business owner too. But one thing I am kind of on the side rooting for them too is they're in a big war with Amazon right now. So they're doing things like this. Amazon is their direct, you know, fierce competitor, and I, they're working on and trying to beat them. That, they're trying to beat them. System of checks and balances. That's exactly right. So the, the part of capitalism that is capitalism. ultra, it, it ultra, it hey. ultra prevails because I win as a consumer because Amazon says this, and then Walmart's saying this, and then Amazon's hiring people in their executive suite this way, and um, Walmart's saying we're going to start you here. So that's why. That's why it's funny. In the last couple episodes, I was like, min, forget about minimum wage. Let these places compete for wages and. People, the, the, minimum wage should be zero. 
world. Th- that's what I've said on the last episode. Well, and the best part about capitalism is it's not <laughs> impossible. If and I know it's it's really hard the way things are now. But should that little hardware store open down the street and they might be a little more? We have one. You know, it's called Blifford's here. Yeah, it's like yeah. they. But they if adapt. People, I love if, Blifford. If I'm, a con- I'm a well, carpenter I'm and like, I love Blifford. They found a way to compete amongst these big box stores by offering superior service, uh, more kind of, specialized items, right. kind of like an ace. But I guess what I'm saying yes. is, we we as the people in in the in capitalism, we have the power to help that little place make it. For we sure. can go there and we and can I, help them. I make specifically it. So some do of this that. is in the people's hands. We have well, to, well it is, but hang on, but it's not our push. duty to be the noble person. And this goes back to some of Ayn Rand's philosophy. It do, it's not our duty to be the noble person and just pay more because they do have to offer me something. No, I'm not saying it's and a lot duty. of it goes to service. Okay. No, and no. that's where a lot of it is. It goes to like, no. we will measure it at your yes. house for free. So, those I'm kinds of things. I'm willing to pay more because I, there's a value there. That's yeah. not, of course, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying maybe I'm willing to pay more because I want to see that shop come up. And we have that right. Yeah, we do have that right. I'm not saying it's a. It's voting with dollars. I right, agree with you. Right. But that not, I agree with. I'm not but, saying but, I look down on you if you don't. No, but, I'm intertwining. I'm, I'm trying to bring your, both your ideas together. You still see value in that. You, yes. you see value in helping that store out by getting that service, getting the smile from the old man, him having him show you the wing nut you need. Right. Well, that is value. Well, for instance, it's not just you, live, you doing you it by, to be a Christian man. You live, there is value there. So yeah. you live by my house. Have you been to the coffee shop on National? You barely see it. Things called 1848 coffee. Just I, little, I know what you're talking about. But I so you've passed there. it a hundred times. Yeah. Well, the other day I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to go in there. Small I got to patronize place. this place. Yeah. I, I don't really love the things Starbucks does. I'm going to patronize this place, right? So yeah. it was awesome. Their coffee was awesome. I'll I keep that. on going there. That's great. Well, I was going to say on top of it, speaking of coffee, car- Starbucks coffee has been compromised because of the scale, which is how a Me lot too. of, especially in the food the industry. Coffee, this place, coffee I mean, awesome. when they were just a single joint outfit in Se- Seattle, they prob- their coffee was a hundred times oh, better. But to, sure. to, but to do this at scale, you have to roast the beans at scale. Flavor gets compromised. And that is part of it. Like, yeah. And that's okay, though. The dude grew a company and like, People still buy his stuff, but I agree with you. So there's things where like those local coffee shops, they do make better coffee and I'm willing to pay more. But as far as what you said, going back to the thing, you know, the the, the unfortunate truth is that there's not enough, quote unquote, noble people that say, I just want to pay more because they're local. There aren't enough of those. So they have, but but these companies, but it forces innovation. But there's a lot of good. No, no, no. It's not even it's, but it's not a good, objectively speaking, it's not a good or bad thing. I'm saying on a more macro objective scale, they do have to do something to innovate or compete. And believe me. I agree, because your business plan can't be, well, the nice people will come here and pay me money. That's, that's you, my point. That's, that, point. That, that, that's, yes. that's the objective truth. But we they, can feel we can feel a certain way, but it goes back to feelings don't matter. There is a little bit of, of good and bad. I like Blockbuster. I liked going to Blockbuster. But I mean, saying, they just they lost because they didn't innovate. But Monopoly as Monopolies. As I loved idea. it. That's a pull. Monopolies as an idea or as a reality are not necessarily they're not good. I, I don't like monopolies. In fact, so in saying, my opinion, that's where capitalism is, fractures. But what I'm saying, there is an element, as much as you want to pull it out completely, of good and bad. Because if Walmart takes over everything, which they are, but there is an element of good and bad. They've been because saying the, that for 20 years. Well, Dino, like, like, like I said, the flaw and the, the, the quote unquote flaw in capitalism, and, and it's to me not a flaw, but it's the flaw that people on the opposing side would say is, yeah, but now all these small businesses are, are hurting, et cetera. The, the reality is there is going to be collateral damage in a situation like this, like Always, small business, no matter what there's no, and that's where, that's where we talk about capitalism. Isn't the perfect system where as it grows, every it's single just, person just has a flaw. We've come up with, Wait, but what about this? Not though? every a- person answer. doesn't have a perfect outcome. Every single second want- capitalism exists, but it's the only system where every single person has the opportunity to do something from nothing. Let me get both of your, there views is on no, this. E- there's not an equal distribution. Let we me, do ready. know that. Well, let me get both your views on this. Capitalism combined with deep morality would would be the best. It is the best. It right. already is the best. But unfortunately, well, that's an impossible conversation to have because well, it's, it's not because I believe there is morality intertwined in capitalism. Well, you know, you're talking about are the two huge tenets that we believe in: Object- capitalism and Judeo-Christian. Right, opinions, but so. but but unfortunately, um, somehow legislating that into effect is impossible. Yeah. Meaning, no, there's no, no way. No, no. There, 
you, you can't. I agree. Right. You cannot. Right. That comes from That's the why they're two different conversations. And that's why when people say money doesn't create happiness, I say, okay, happiness is here. Money's here. Right. Which conversation you want to have? Because they aren't intertwined. <laughs> but it helps. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. It's not yeah, it's something. It's kind of something. <laughs> Just they're a, different conversations. But but I, I agree oh, with you. I don't something. know what they should be. No, I do agree with you. But I, we there's no way in Washington, D.C. we're going to talk about morality no, no. and how to legislate morality <laughs> into oh, capitalism. God, we have to keep it objective. I agree. But morality comes from within the individual. That's right. Next you would have a better luck walking into a lion's den and trying to convert them into being vegetarians. I mean, it's just. <laughs> but isn't a, isn't part of our. We want. Issue. You know, we're rooting for morality. Right. The problem is there's no actual way to solve that problem. There, People are no going to have evil in their heart. There's no way to put the hammer down and say this is morality because no. that's not no. morality. We can't. Right. We can't. We have to stick with objectivity, which capitalism is an objective scenario. Agreed. It's an objective process Agreed. that we have to let go. And unfortunately, evil people are going to enter it. I mean, we, the Catholic Church. Most of the people want to feed the poor, but there are some priests who touch little boys. Right. Like, that's a real thing. We can't, like, evil is evil, no matter how you slice it. So to say we need to redo, we've talked about this, we need to revamp the whole Catholic Church and have these new, we can't. Like, there's just yeah. going to be bad people like that enter. We can't revamp capitalism. We can't revamp, we can't, we can't keep the bad seeds out. In fact, a lot of times, just like the guns, like, the guy pulling the trigger is all that matters. The gun is not the thing. Well, the gun what, is the vessel for the evil. I think what you're it saying It has is, nothing to do with evil or good. Guns are objectively a thing right. that sits objectively in reality that a bad guy will pick up or a good guy will pick up. Let me the surmise. End. Let me surmise. And it just saying. so happens that 99.9999 are good guys. Right. Repeat line above the nine. Yeah. Are good guys. But the bad guys make the headlines that we all hear about. That's the problem. Because Let me surmise what I think both of you are saying. Because we can't regulate morality. That has zero effect on how good capitalism is. That's right. That's I'd system. say you summed it up nicely there. We Mal- cannot regulate morality. Mal- we cannot. There's no way. So Mal- it has Mal- no bearing on what capitalism is because we can't regulate Here's what morality. scares me because of what you just said. Here's what does scare me about regulation of morality. We were founded on Judeo-Christian values, like Joey just said. And we literally, there was this unspoken regulation where, number one, it was husband and wife in the home with kids. So that alone, father and mother in a house, already puts a clamp down on morality. There was no way for them to have foreseen that our homes would be so broken and that moral compasses of the average person would be so jacked. Right. They they took it as a given, which... You can't morality was a given you know until you a, until a certain blame point them for that, thinking that that's right. So that's why it worked you exceptionally well. Hundred years ago, they would have you know possibly thought that men wanted to be women and women wanted to be. I mean, there were things that they didn't even conceive of. And yeah. Nick, before you go to point two, which I think you have. No, I, I, if, I was just saying that well, I agree. What you just said is a really good point. I, and what your point talking to your point, even if we accept that and say, I understand why you do that. I understand you're gay. You want to be with a woman. You want your transgender. Well, this is even more oh, wait, simple than that. Finish. Those let are the more. But let me just finish. Current just issues. Saying, it's still very hard to argue against the fact that a child is going to do better raised in a two-parent household all the way along the way with two caring parents. It and doesn't it, mean I look down on what you do. Anybody who argues against that. I, I think that's statistically factual. Yeah, anybody who that's argues against that, and you could find somebody who would argue against that, but anybody who argues against who argues against that is lying to themselves. Well, it's the yeah. same person who hates capitalism in the system. Well, right, exactly. No, no, you're right, though. So a two-parent household automatically clamps morality. But again, when we came over here, we had a value system That's where mo- morality a- was was a given. But I feel like, unfortunately, morality has been not only falling away from America, it's being consciously stripped. It's and that's to, what's scary. It's not to say that there aren't single parents out there, both men and women, that aren't doing phenomenal that's jobs. That's right. We're just talking straight and, up and, statistics. And, and it might be that they're widowed, too, or a million or a gay, different factors. Or a gay couple. I'm not. Actually, I, I'm i not. No, we know. Right. I always tell people, hey, I, I stereotype gay couples right off the bat. I love how Joey always yeah. comes in with the, like, of just the preface, like, we're not. And we aren't saying. And, well, and I, some let listeners. Let me finish this real quick but, before it makes me sound like a bigot. I always tell people. <laughs> no, like, I was going to say the opposite. On. You I were was, prefacing us from sounding yeah. like bigots. Well, right. hold on. As a joke, I always say people, oh, what? yeah, I, I stereotype gay couples. And they're like, you do? And I'm like, yeah, I, I think they automatically are good looking, well kept people who raise my property value and raise great children. <laughs> you know what's Before funny? Before I even meet them. Hold on, hold on. So <laughs> they're fantastic. So this, this, this uh, super rich real estate guy that I met years ago, he said, you want to make money in real estate? Follow the gays. Literally. No, no, no. I said, what do you mean by that? That's crazy. He goes, no. Usually a lot of them don't have kids. Their whole life is spent keeping their house for, and obviously these are generalities, but it's like they have perfect houses and they do. They're clean as hell. Their landscaping's perfect. They're so friendly. Right. Generally. So, right. So you he's like, go ahead and call me a bigot. I'm saying, I mean, 
No, no, no. Generally, so, these so, are great people. So buy in the areas. Me. Buy in the areas. You know, I, I got other things to worry about. You know what I've noticed about them too? Worst sure. people in the world. You know what I've noticed? They're going to take your guns. You know what I've noticed about that? With with even just locally, I don't know how it works in other parts. They're the ones willing to pioneer those like marginal neighborhoods where like Absolutely. like in our city, we have a lot of old homes where it was real rough. They'll go but into you, a rough area and slowly like buy these homes up and modify it. And like again, in Highland down by all of that stuff, State Street, Street these oh. these mansions that have been run down by like um, drugs and all kinds of like gang activity. Year old mansions that they go in and restore them. Those those buildings would cost. Eight million dollars. They can't be to, built. They, can, they to, cannot be built for any price. And they're right. usually literally Jewish on top of that. I mean, well, are, sometimes, but these are homes with ballrooms. Yeah, legitimate. Yeah, cannot rooms. be built again. This was yeah. the, this is the kind of construction we dream of. Right, and that community moves in there and they make it gorgeous yeah. down to the tulips. So, anyways, I mean, on a side note, his little soundbite was, "You want to make money in real estate, Nick? Follow the gay people." And I'm like. <laughs> I see as as 22 years in this business, I'm like, where they go, stuff looks good. How many also, I mean, how many gay people have you met that were just mean? Yeah, not a lot, really. Very no, happy go lucky. Yeah, friendly, open to open to conversation. When we're in Key yeah, West, New more Orleans. Orleans. They're not like cranky and like, ah, get off my lawn. Yeah, so, you when know, Meg and I go to New yeah. Orleans or Key West. <clears throat> that's true. We always end up in a gay club or whatever. It's like these are the friendliest people. They yeah. want to dance. They always open yeah. to have a conversation. They're well yeah. kept. Like. Why wouldn't they're I? living life to the fullest? I'm comfortable yeah. with my sexuality. Like I'm not worried. Also, yeah, other guys get like super alpha male guys, like pretty manly dudes like myself. Normally get like offended. Like I never understood this offended from if, offended if like a gay guy hits on you. I'm like, yeah, dude, they have high standards. That's like a huge. I was compliment. gonna say it's probably better. It's that means you probably look <laughs> extra good because yeah. like chicks won't even do that. Yeah. Right. So like, yeah. They have high standards, bro. If he's hitting on you, like yeah, you must look real you good. Should take the, <laughs> yeah, take that as a compliment, big time. Yeah, yeah I yeah. do personally. Yeah, so yeah. Um, so where 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 do we get off on this? Oh, well, I have something new to say about what um, the world. I'll be a little dramatic, and it's a total switch. But uh, I don't know if either either of you done this. I I know you're not big movie guys. Last night, Top Gun Maverick. I've heard. Did it come out? Is oh, a, dude, it's like killing the box. It is off. a. Is it? Is it in the theaters? Masterpiece. Is it really? It's incredible. I heard that and the Taiwan uh, flag isn't on uh, Tom Cruise's back, though. Along. To cater every, to the CCP. Am I wrong? I have no idea what you're even talking about. The, you why it was in the original? I wasn't a big fan of the original. Apparently, so. the Taiwanese flag sorry, was I'm on sorry, his Joey. back, and now it's not to, because they wanted the mo- movie to cater to the Chinese Communist Party. That's what I heard. Ugh, that seems like a stretch to me. Well, anyways, let, tell okay, us. Keep going, but I just I did hear that. I mean, the action and the actual practical footage, not CGI stuff, is yeah. just like so over the top. Really? Well, I heard it was all it was all filmed in fighter pilots and stuff. Oh, yeah. They were legit pilots in F-18s. That's wild. Um, no but CGI. Also, there was a small love story that wasn't obnoxious. It was it, it flowed very well. It flowed into the, you know, the, in the original movie. Almost everybody from the original movie reprised their role and in a good job, not in just a throw it in and you're supposed to like just nostalgically like this. No, they, yeah. they did a really good job. So I, let me ask you this. There are some opening shots. Stuff. I mean, I was it. I like movies and I dissect them. My brother and I went together. So like just he and I, so we wouldn't be bothered by our wives, our girlfriends, kids, stuff like that. And we there were like six times we looked at each other like, dude, badass, like Tom Cruise for all his craziness. The man yeah. is a film master. He really yeah, is. He is. What, what was is. The other, How old is what he was now? the other one? He was, uh, the heck's the name of that guy? Mission Impossible? No, no, it's, it's the other one. Darn it. The other guy or the other movie? No, he plays the guy. They had a Netflix series on the guy, and now I can't remember. Oh, Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher, yeah. Huh. That was a good movie. The first one it's was so, really I good. I actually think the second one was better. I don't think I saw the second one. Yeah. It was better than the first I one. All right. For those listening, watch Top, Top, Top Gun. Top Gun okay? It's a masterpiece. I'll maybe see it. I don't like action movies. Uh, yeah, hey, yeah, here's yeah. here's a question. Wah, 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 well, for wah, I know. Next recommendation: You go watch Fantastic Mrs. Maisel and the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. For all the men, Stranger Things. <laughs> for all the alpha top, cuts yeah. Yeah. For all the alpha males, see the alpha movie. Top. Hey, I want to get your opinions on this. Hey, I want to get your opinions on this. This guy wrote in the money uh, money dot com. I'm 33 and I earn I earn 120 thousand a year. We're talking money now. I have 300 thousand in company stock and 56 thousand in debt. I'm partially supporting my partner. Sadly, due to his failing business, what should be my next move? What do you think? You so, so we're saying this is a gay dude? I guess, yeah. It's, it's written by someone named Quentin, so partner, yeah. But think spouse, partner, whatever. My question would number one. Well, I mean, partner, if I'm going to be objective, uh, if I'm going to be totally objective, number one, I want to know uh, 
what's is this is this a new relationship is this an old relationship picture a picture hey, a pretty good deep relationship okay. for many years because yeah. if this is just a like some dude no 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 some pic- picture someone married for- with and now they're no. lurching off of you picture someone married for it's like re- seven eight years okay. kind of thing yeah okay so somebody you love and yeah. care about right 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 a failing business spouse, the business failing- is going down so, the tubes but that happens yeah that happens all the time yeah it's a you know, that's a subjective term failing. And maybe it's just in that plateau we talked about. No, it's whatever. at a point. No, no, it's at a point where it's like probably going to go out of business. Okay. Well, then they need to have the, if they're in a loving relationship where they're committed to their relationship first, yeah. this isn't just a dating thing. Yeah. Then they need to have that conversation where our relationship is more important. This business, right or, you know, feelings aside, this is going to be going to fail. Yeah. Let's make this fall hurt as less as as small as possible but i guess what is is he asking should i bail him i think maybe he didn't say it but what he's really saying is should i give him money to keep his business going no 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 no. the big question is should i sell my company equity to pay off my my debt or should i continue to pay off my debt and allow my stock to grow that's i think where he's going i realize i have to pay some fairly large taxes due to the gains on the stock Okay, so, um, okay, so realistically, that, it has nothing to do yeah. with what he should do. He's going to stay with this well, partner that's a good or whatever. Point. Let's yeah. just check that box real quick. Okay. Yeah. So uh, just get that business out of the uh, yeah. out of focus. Right. Business. Yeah. L- l- well, that- my answer is, of course, they're going to carry their partner slash spouse. Right. Um, to a point. But, but it has to be an immediate aggressive, like, okay, you're done with that. You now you need to do this. Your losses. Yeah. But, I mean, but, but yeah, that's a tricky one as okay, far as so selling company stock. That's very personal. I mean, whatever he wants to do. Whatever he wants to do have that oh I, th- I think the conundrum is this though the money in order to carry him needs to involve him selling off his company stock with which unfortunately is going to have a lot of penalties yeah, you have to stop bailing at the boat and just let it sink yeah well you got to take the beating yeah, to, to just, support because family's first so you do have right, to take the financial beating to be carried because what's your other option not sell the company stock but then you well, know yeah. you could be and underwater if you're in a committed relationship and you love this person yeah. the money doesn't mean that's anything. a simple answer that was that that was yeah. a very simple answer yeah. you got to carry your spouse and that's just for anyone like you, of course you're carrying your spouse unless you're on the verge of divorce you carry your spouse but there has to be an immediate some spouses then get comfortable and i have seen this with couples where the too. spouse gets comfortable all of a sudden they're like ah, i guess I'll take my time looking for stuff that I don't believe in. You don't get to sit on the couch while there's one, uh, you know, one earner, unless you're like a stay at home mom or housewife, because that's, yeah, that's a whole different game. To that. Well, of course, but yeah. if you're just like, you know, the kids are growing, you're empty nesters or whatever it may be. And you, one person can't just sit there. So there has to be an aggressive, that's pretty common sense. That's not even anything, uh, anything to think about too hard. Real estate trends. There's a lot for, of good conversation around it, though. There is. So the Motley Fool says real estate trends for investors. This is from yesterday. Real estate trends for investors to watch. And um, there are a lot of real estate trends. It's a very interesting where real estate's going to go. We see the rising rates. We see we're going to have more rate hikes this year. Um, I think we just from what I see, the trajectory with the rate hikes we've had, uh, the market's still been very stable. How do you um, can you explain this to? So I obviously have a long history in real estate. It is not as in depth as yours, but I've I've flipped before. I still yeah. manage my Tell me. properties I own. I still manage the family portfolio of apartment units. Yep. I would say I have more real estate skin in the game than most than the average. Well, of course, most people just own their house. I mean, yeah. the, the statistically, the biggest real estate anyone you're ever owns like, is their personal you're residence. Like the, <clears throat> the biggest real estate guy. <coughs> excuse me, that I know. So, yeah. Yep. Explain this to a person like me that knows a little but not a lot. How can high rates or hiking rates coexist with obscene high market value homes. Well, there's a point where they can't. So what's happening now is we've had rates. I'm like, I have 2.9 on my personal residence. That's some of the bottom rates are now better now in the fives. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, right, right, right. Yeah. (laughs) Joe says zero. Here's that's, that's a great, that's a great thing that he just brought up. So I have another, that's not the smartest thing to do, but no, no, I was going to say there's an obviously a definite opposing argument to that. And the fact, uh, and we all, and for those people listening that don't know what the, so people say, I I pay 0% my house is paid for. And I say, okay, great. And, and again, that is the right move for most people. Okay. But well, I'm a, for I'm, me, it is because I know that I can always leverage it for an opportunity. Right. Exactly. I'm in the business of deploying capital. Yes, like correct. literally, like I putting money out is how I make a living. So if I can borrow two nine, I'd be a two and then get like a, you if that's was and get a twelve business, to fifteen percent yes. delta on that same money. I just like to I'm a, in your I face because it's like the only thing I have. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I would be a fool to to, to not you borrow two point nine money. 
yes. to go out and put it in into fact, 20% was, return money. When it was 2.9, I should have just taken it out and put it anywhere. If you have, and, and, but again, some people, like I have a friend who I've talked to, had these conversations. He's like, Nick, but I don't run into deals. I'm just a guy who works for a living. And I'm like, I get that. And that makes sense then because now you're paying zero interest. But I literally need to survive, survive the reason based on I, in deploying capital. The reason I own my home outright is just a pure old school comfortability yeah. issue. And oh, it's not bad. I, to me, it's, it's a good thing. To me, it's a bank account. Yeah, that's you know, exactly right. And in this shitty market with these rates, it's actually a high yield bank account. Yeah. No, and the higher the so, rates go, you're, the, the more yield you so have. I, we, and that's how you have to look at it. We digressed a little bit, but continue to explain. When rates are 12%, you're feeling extra gold. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I get that. So, I, explain to me how those would coexist. You were started to. But. So, there is a point where it's not going to. Okay. Right yeah. now, here's the deal. So, we, we saw rates go up a couple points. Hasn't slowed down the market. I'm in the market. I'm literally. so weird to me. I'm in, in, and this isn't Nick's opinion based on an article. I am in the market every day, every week. I'm constantly buying, constantly selling. You've My hands s- are in it. Since, I'm legitimately, audience. Since we started this podcast, I'm not kidding. Nick has secretly, I've seen you look at your phone seven times and I've seen a couple of the headlines. They're from leads. Right. Yeah. No, probably seven we're, we're leads talking, since I'm, we started this podcast. It's, it's a pretty decent yeah, inflow. You're, you're yes. legit into it. So yeah. So my hands are in. So, have clout. So, so no, all I'm saying is, and this is to me, not even that like profound. It's just um, as rates climb, eventually there's going to be a threshold where this, a certain rate you know, structure is going to cause the market to slow down. Now, here's why it hasn't happened yet, because we still have an inventory problem. There still are way more buyers than there are sellers. And as long as that imbalance is in place. I thought that there were more buyers because the money was cheap. No, it it goes way beyond that. That is one element of the, of this imbalance. Okay. That's only one component of this imbalance. What, what would you say has caused the influx of buyers right now? Well, it's not even necessarily a major influx. Yes, the low rates triggered more buyers, but we don't have enough homes. Statistically, what, for, the, the there, country, hold on. People? Statistically, the country is still 4 million homes short at this exact moment for people. But, but construction we is stalled. Lumber skyrocketed. Uh, Some construction paused. Then COVID hit. Then all the old people said, I'm going to get sick. I'm not showing my open houses. And those people are starting to come back into the market. Okay. There was a perfect. And then the rates were at a super low rate, which not only the inventory was down. Now it pushed more fence buyers into being full blown buyers. You touched upon a couple elements I didn't think of. There's a lot of stars that aligned. Okay. So, yeah. So the imbalance so is not just what, low rates. That's what's creating this just like weird situation is. Yeah, it's that, a, it's an anomalous situation. It, yeah, That's anomaly. what it is. Yeah. So, in in again, how long is it going to last? Well, again, I because um, at least in our market, it's still. Well, we so talked I, about I, it. I have, I have plenty of broker friends, and they're like, okay, so instead of fifteen offers on the first day, I'm getting seven. So it's it's cooled down, but it's still absurd. No, it's it's still in a good spot for sellers. Are the boss right now? They still are. And what's going to happen is like rates are. I think you know banks are offering what four and a half to five right now. If your Johnny homeowner wants to get a mortgage, four and a half to five, I think is where they're so at. So shouldn't I be selling my house for a mint? Then here's the deal. Buying one of your secret deals. No, no, no. So, so if you can sell, but the the reason people aren't selling, and here's another reason that's another component oh, that's keeping inventory low. Where are you going to go? Because where are you going to go? Which yeah. again keeps inventory low. Well, I know that's Nick why. Ruiz. Well, that's why I'm in the. <laughs> These th- people don't know Nick that's Ruiz what, personally. I that, do. That's why I'm in. The, that's why I feel <laughs> like I'm in a fortunate spot because. I keep selling houses that I don't need to go anywhere because these are flips. So flipping is doing very well. I say, here's the vacant house, move in. And when I can take the proceeds and I don't have to put it somewhere. Um, So there's a lot of reasons the inventory is low. I think I just named like four of them. Supply and demand is the boss of all economics. So rates, rates are going to go to a point to where people are like, eh, you know what, honey, maybe let's rent for a while. Let's continue renting. Although the problem there is rents are skyrocketing too. There's a lot of weird economic dynamics. I'm often, I'm I'm joking, of course, because I'm not going to do it. Uproot my family of six, but yeah. if I'm you off, can sell, you should sell. I'm That's my advice. I'm tempted to sell 